Hi, and good morning. Welcome to another episode of Ask Ellie Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. This is a live call, and therefore, I come on live, we have a live audience, and it is a fun place to come in and ask questions. So this morning on October 13th, I begin here 10 o'clock Eastern time every Wednesday morning for our live discussion. And first thing that I love to do is I introduce myself and then I welcome our guests that are on the live call. So my name is Ellie Molina. I'm an intuitive, I'm an author, a consultant, I'm an educator, and the creator of Psy Kids Academy. This is a magical place where children and their adults learn to tap into their inner magic while raising their consciousness. It is also a place where children learn to continue to develop their intuitive abilities so that this ability becomes stronger as an adult. And it's a place where children can learn to become conscious conscious young people. This will have a very, very large impact, impact on the way that they relate to themselves, to other people, and society. So if you'd like to learn more about SciKids, head over to www dot p-s-i-k-i-d-s academy dot com scikidsacademy.com and download your free 16-page brochure titled what if six ways to help your child tap their inner magic and i've got a little surprise for you if you're an adult and want to learn to work on developing your own intuitive abilities in a really fun way. I mean, imagine doing this for yourself. These are things that you do with children. You can do this for yourself. You can tap into your own inner child and have fun developing your own intuitive and psychic abilities. These are the same techniques I actually use with adults, only the language is different and some of the activities um, are modified. So if you're interested, head over to www dot p-s-i-k-i-d-s academy.com and get your free 16-page brochure, What If? Six Ways to Tap into Your Inner Magic. And so for those of you on the live call today, welcome, welcome, welcome. And good morning, Bobo and Angie, 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 and Thomas, good morning. And so I am so happy to have all of you live here with me today and just wanted to let you know that there was no podcast last week because we had another family member enter into into the universe. She was born within seven minutes. What a wild story. My daughter-in-law went to the hospital, just made it to triage and then gave birth. Uh, doctors weren't even on hand when the baby came out. So it was pretty wild. Everybody's healthy and happy. We talk about easy and effortless delivery. Okay, you know, mind over matter sometimes. Anyway, everybody's happy. We're all very fortunate. And let's talk about the things that we like to talk about today, which is not that we don't like talking about that, but let's talk about some astrology first. So um, we've had some 
we've had some interesting stuff happen for us over the last few weeks. We had Pluto going direct, which I'm going to talk about more um, on next week's podcast as it's a full moon. And then by then, some all the planets that we care about are going to be direct, and it's going to be a real interesting time to have an astrology conversation. So, But for to now, we'll just know that Pluto has gone direct and Saturn has gone direct. And so if you are feeling some big significant changes happening in your life already, and you have... So just know that these two big planets have gone direct. They make a huge difference in our energy. They make a huge difference for our psyche. And uh, I suggest that you go look um, on your own personal chart to see what houses these planets lie in. So whether they're in your first house, it affects you differently than it affects you in your eighth house. And If you're interested in getting an astrology session, please drop me an email at ellie at elliemolina.com. I have someone that I will recommend to you. Actually, you already know him. I'm sending my astrology clients over to Thomas, who is living in Germany right now and or forever, (laughs) not just right now, though. So Thomas is in Germany for now. And Um, I'm sending astrology clients over to Tomas, who is a wonderful astrologer. So if you do want more information about astrology in terms of where Pluto and Saturn and all of the other planets are direct and how this can affect you now for this next year, head over to, you know, contact me and contact him and um, he'll be happy to work with you. All right. So without spending more time on astrology, I'd like to save that for next week. Uh, let's have a conversation about some of the questions that have been called in. So the first question that I have over here is sent to me by um, a client, um, a client, former client, someone I've worked with. And the question was, is the job I'm working in is not working out with the people who hired me. And it doesn't feel like things will end well. Where should I go from here with this situation? All right. Well, this is a pretty, um, if you, anybody who knows and has worked with me for a while knows that this um, question, this embedded question is really setting the course of where this is going to go. And because the question was submitted to me and it's going to be answered, we can change the trajectory of where this is going to go. So the questioner has already stated, it doesn't feel like things will end well. So that's setting your, there's, there's an intention set up. There's an expectation set up. There is a plan set up in the questioner's consciousness that in order for this to end, it's got to end poorly. And uh, this is not necessarily so, especially if you've done consulting with me and worked one-on-one with me, you know that uh, there are so many tools and techniques available to change the trajectory on this. And I'm not going to be able to give all of those tools because it required on this call because that requires that requires the basics. You know, these are steps. It's not like, oh, here's here's the roof. I'm going to give you the roof. Now stick it on a house that you haven't built. It doesn't work that 
doesn't work like that. So now you'll be sitting there, you know, holding on to a roof of a house that you haven't built just because I gave you the roof. So one of the things that I want you to look at here um, to the person that submitted this question, uh, think about positive ways that this can end for you. Take some time to go into meditation and see the ending that you want. Declare the ending that you want and then use that ending to guide your actions. So I'm seeing, this is what I'm seeing psychically. This is what I'm seeing psychically is that you have all the tools and you have all the information and you have all the abilities and the strategies and the actual mind power. I see you work in your third eye on this one and that you have the ability to transform this situation to a win-win for yourself and for and for your um, employer here. And in terms of where you're going, this is going to be determined by how there's, there's going to be a shift in your physical being. So I'm seeing something happening over here with your body. So there's something, uh, something changing in your body. And as you take care of your body and really take, obviously taking care of your body is taking care of yourself, which is taking, which is self-love. And so as you step into taking care of yourself and stepping into healing your body, you're also going to be in a very deep relationship. And that relationship together is going to, not that you're not going to be inspired before that, but that relationship, the combination of you and this person in relationship is going to quote unquote, give birth to many wonderful new ideas and projects. And the project will lift off and take off. You just need to refocus and redirect yourself from the trajectory that you are currently on and where you're going. Okay. I intend that that ham has helped. And, you know, there's always sessions available when, you know, if you call in and you send me an email and ask, you know, Hey, I want to have a session with you. You'll get, I will, you'll get a 20% discount just by mentioning that you've been on the call. That's for readings only and not for consulting. So I am available and, um, okay. I have another question that came in today. And this question is pretty much along the same lines. Very interesting that these two questions are, along the same lines. So I'm heading on vacation with people. I'm not sure I really like going to be, I'm not really sure I like being around these people for 10 days. So psychically, I'm just going to tell you, this is going to go the way that you want it to go. And I know that may sound like a, like a real, oh, uh, that's all. Yeah. But think about it. If your self-talk is determining the actions and the way that you're going to be looking at the situations. I don't like them. Well, then the first question is, why don't you like them? And if you don't like them, why are you going on vacation with them? So these are questions that you may want to ask yourself. But let's just say now that you've already planned the trip and you're going on vacation with these people, then using your own really talented self-talk skills, you may want to look at what are the blessings? What are the opportunities? What is the light? What are all the good things that I can see coming out of this experience? 
What would it take to turn each and every one of these people that I'm going on vacation with into a teacher so that the things that I don't like about them can be reflected back to me and I can see, well, maybe that's something I don't like about myself. And then I can work on that and work on self-love. Because when, whenever, you know, here's the thing, when people say, you know, everything is outside, what's reflected outside is really, truly just coming from the inside. So you want to take a really look, a really good look at what is your outer world reflecting back to your inner world, like what's going on? Okay, what is your inner world as within, so without? What is your inner world reflecting out there because the way that you see the world is the way that it appears so the question is you know am i going to have a good time do i'm going to ask do you want to have a good time if you want to have a good time and you want to enjoy these people and see them for the goodness in them and the reason why you originally said yes then look at the glass from the half full side if you have intentionally gone on this trip so that you can generate feeling bad well then take a look at that because there will be quote unquote a payoff and you will get the exact experience that you're looking for on this one there won't be any surprises so my psychic advice to you is create the experience that you want. And that's not even so psychic, but that's everything in my body, everything psychically, everything around me is saying, create your experience, just create it, create it the way that you want it to be. Okay. Um, intending that helped. So my next question over here is basically a comment or a concern. Um, Dear Ellie, good morning, Ellie. Things have drastically changed in someone's life who is very close to me. I'm, I know, I believe that everything will be okay. However, I currently do not trust her partner. And there's so much going on right now um, in my space that I have no idea where to begin to even explain this. Okay. So let's take a look at this right now. So thank you for calling that. I'm sending that in. Um, and one of the things that that I'd like to say, first of all, is that you you want, you the questioner here, you want to begin to trust. First of all, you want to go to the space of trusting. So trust that all is well. Trust that all is well in this person's world and that that there's nothing for you to do other than to see everything in your mind's eye as being good or well or safe in her world. Uh, if there are things going on that her part that her where her partner is untrustworthy and has an agenda, this of course will be revealed. And you know, this is the other person's lesson to learn. So sometimes we see these things for other people, but we, you know, here's the deal: we can't. We can only warn. We can only share. Only most of the time we're just noise and people just do not hear us. They are going to go on their own journey and they're going to do what they're going to want to do and have the experiences that they're going to have. And what I'm seeing for the person who is very, that you're very concerned about 
is that she, um, it's a she, she's very sad. I will admit that to you. She's very sad, only she's very strong. And she's going to make a decision uh, based on what is most important for her for her. And she will grow out of this decision. I see this, I see her as highly creative and that there's also going to be a stepping out. She's going to fall in love with her life. Okay. Now I don't know what that looks like exactly. Uh, other than, you know, does that mean that she'll stay with her partner? Potentially, um, she may, you know what, like, this is the danger of doing like, seriously, the danger of doing a psychic reading because the information that comes out is very often not things that the person wants to be hearing. And one of the things that I'm seeing over here is that she may end up going solo, uh, especially in her creative endeavors. She's got some serious dreams and prayers that have been asked to the universe, God, and her prayers are going to get answered. And sometimes the prayers getting answered happen in a way that um, are not uh, the way that we think they're supposed to go down, even though we say, yeah, you know, like we pray for something and yet then we expect it to happen in the manner that we set into motion. And then very often, uh, you know, what, nine out of 10 times the universe or God will just say, oh, you thought it was going that way. Well, I'm going to have it go this way because this way is better for you. This way will teach you the lesson that you need to learn. And those lessons are delivered by the universe, by God. I do see a miracle for her. So the ending will be extremely happy. I'm going to ask you, the questioner, to put her in the, the light that you want her to have so that when you think of her, see her as happy, see her as successful, see her as safe and protected and loving and really abundant and happy. That is the best thing that you can do for her. Okay. Um, intending that that has helped. Um, so I've got a number of people in the live room today, as you can see. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And if anybody has any questions that you want to either call in right now, and you'll need a headset to call in. And if you don't have any questions that you want to call in, then just type them in. That is another alternative. All right, so I'll give you a second if you want to um, ask some questions. This way it gives you the opportunity to type in what it is that you want to be typing. Okay, so today the conversation, while I wait for, while I wait for you, everybody over here, today the conversation that I'd like to talk to you about is uh, our thoughts and our language. This is something that is extremely important to me. I'm a linguist uh, by degree in terms of where my academic uh, teaching and training took me before I stepped into educating. And so the other day when I was, and I, I wrote this in a newsletter, the other day when I was um, with my grandson, I overheard a mom screaming at her kid. And he's about four years old. She turned, she looked at him and she said, what is wrong with you? And, you know, I don't have to tell you what happened to the boy. And again, if we ask ourselves, what 
is wrong with you? What is wrong with me? Well, that is one of the absolute worst questions you can ask yourself in your self-talk. And I'm going to tell you why. So that presupposes that you are broken and that you need to be fixed. And if you think back, when we're born, we're born as complete human beings. And then by nature, nurture, DNA, whatever you want to call it, past programming, past lives, whatever, um, we then begin to be taught to see the world. So the way that the world appears to us from infancy on is the way that it has been presented to us. You know, we're looking at a color blue. We could have named that color um, Sequoia for all, for all I know, we could have given it another name. I mean, just think about all the different languages that have different colors. And yet in English, it has become the blue. So we see it as a blue and, um, we start to put labels and language onto everything. And this is how we begin to see our world. And then we begin to have experiences and conversations. And what very, often happens in the development of children is that children then look to parents for approval when they're learning how to do something. So, you know, kids are putting little cubes into, into that container, and then they'll look at the adult to see if the adult, you know, affirms it. So you'll see kids are happy, babies are happy. And then the adults will start paying attention to the babies and so the babies become happier and this is the psychology and there's so much study on this and I'm not going to spend time on that one right now, but I want to take it fast forward. So now if you have parents, you have had parents, you have had educators, you have been watching television and it is the conventional language of the culture to be saying, oh my God, what's wrong with you? You know, even just, you know, you drop, um, you drop a, okay, you're carrying a cup of coffee and somebody knocks into you and you spill it and somebody looks at you and says, what's wrong with you? All right, well, nothing's wrong with me. We bumped into each other. It's a what so, this is what happened. And then we go and we put all this meaning onto it. And then we ask ourselves, oh, what's wrong with me? And that then leads into this downward spiral of, oh, there must be something wrong with me. And then if there's something wrong with me, it's very disempowering. Um, then that means that I'm doing something that's inappropriate. Now I've got to go fix myself. And then what happens is once you start going to fix yourself, well, that can go into that can go into expenses in time and a never ending story about your past and your family and your history. And it becomes a lot of inward dwelling. And the more that we go to look to fix ourselves, honestly, the more self-involved we become and the more self-evolved, involved, not evolved, not evolved. I'm talking about involved. The more self-involved we become, the more that the world centers around us. We forget that there are other people out there who have different perspectives, who see the world differently. And so one of the best, best, ultimately best things that we can do is to start to pay attention to the questions that we ask ourselves and how we speak to ourselves. So 
first of all, in coaching, the number one coaching tip is that the quality of the questions you ask determines the quality of your life. So think about that. I'll repeat it. The quality of the questions you ask yourself and other people determines the quality of your life. So the better questions you ask yourself, the better answers you're going to receive, and the quality of your life is going to start to improve. So let's take a, a simple all right, what's wrong with me? Because that's what we're working on. What's wrong with me? All right, well, the question itself is part of the is part of the situation. All right, so take a look at the behavior that you would have been doing in order to ask yourself that. So let's go back to the spilled coffee. Coffee spills, and you look at that, and you make it mean something. What do you make it mean? What's wrong with me? Oh, well, you make it mean, oh, I'm just so tired. And then you go in and create some bizarre story about why you're so tired or this or that. And that leads to a whole bunch of other stuff. Oh, you know, I didn't sleep enough because I'm so worried about, and listen to your language and where this is going and the thoughts that you have that are generating this conversation and creating this story and really creating the world of that person who spilled the coffee. It's an incredible world and it's probably filled, if it's got, oh, what's wrong with me? It's probably filled with a lot of other disempowering conversations during the course of the day. So if you spill the coffee, somebody bumps into you and it spills all over the place, you know what? If you spilled it on somebody else, an apology, buy them another cup of coffee, um, crack a joke if you can think about something like that. You know, the point is you want to change the state and the question of concerning the event that just happened, the thing that happened. It was just a thing. And now you want to look at what meaning can I ascribe to that? What meaning can I give it in my language right now that would then you know, help in this particular situation with the coffee being spilt, or you just go clean it up and it's not a big deal. It's spilled coffee. That's really what's there. There's no story to it. You spilled the coffee. That's it. And you can go look for analyzing it and, you know, creating a whole big drama around it. And if that's something that you want to do, just remember that question also, what's wrong with me, produces chemicals in your body when you ask it. And one of the chemicals that it starts to produce then will have the effect of um, creating a very kind of like a sad, certain kind of sadness goes through your body. Or even like when I think of asking the question, what's wrong with me? I feel a hopelessness that immediately initially goes through and that I can't get it right and I'm not good enough. And all of those chemicals that get produced by, by saying things like that to yourself. Whereas, you know, you want to change all this around real fast and say, oh, well, what would it take or what can I do to create this situation? So really the point is that you really want to stop asking yourself. And I'm going to suggest really never, ever, ever ask another person what's wrong with you, especially a child. Do not ask a child what's wrong with you. That is, that is so sad. Um, I don't want to say abusive, but it's just, it's setting the stage for a future 
that you don't want that child to have. That's setting the stage to break our children. And we do not want to, you know, we're spent doing all this time um, sending them to wonderful schools and putting them in these programs and wanting them to achieve and aspire to something great and change the world. And yet in a nanosecond, we're asking them what's wrong with you and breaking them subconsciously, unconsciously without giving them the proper space to be themselves. And this goes for us also when we ask ourselves, what's wrong with me? There's nothing. Give yourself space to be yourself. Start loving yourself. Uh, get yourself a hand mirror. Look at that mirror. Start looking at it. Start loving yourself every single day. The more that you tell yourself to love yourself, I love myself, I trust myself, the more that you do that, the better your life will be. Okay. Anyway, I am. It, it, this is all true stuff. And um, Tomas is over here. Thanks, Ellie. Spot on today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are at the end of our podcast in a few seconds. No, moments, minutes. So I'd like to wrap it up and just remind you that the, the world that you are creating every single moment is being pushed out from you. You are creating this world by your thoughts by your, by your actions, by the language that you speak. So if you want a different life than the one you have right now, you've got to take a look at what it is that you want. And then you have to radically, and I mean radically, radically change your self-talk to match that world. Then not only do you have to change your self-talk to match that world, you've got to start to talk outward and start taking actions to match that world. You know, if you sit home and say, oh, I want to be a millionaire, I want to be a millionaire, and then get disempowered, and oh, what's wrong with me? How come I'm not a millionaire? Well, you know, just stay on your couch because it would it would really be a miracle. And I'm talking like mega, mega, mega miracle if then from that situation you ended up becoming a, a millionaire. And please call me at that moment and let me know <laughs> what you did and what your true thoughts were in order to have that experience. But for the most part, even sitting on that couch and visualizing, I want to be a, I want to be a millionaire, there's got to be thoughts and visualization and some sort of action put out there that will then trigger the universe to respond accordingly. So, um, with that, time to go. Everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you all for being patient. And I know that I wasn't here last week and the podcast will resume. Please send in your questions and your things, that your topics of discussion and anything else that you'd like to talk about. And I look forward to bringing my next guest on in the, the near future. And everybody have an awesome, awesome week. Much love and many, many blessings. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a great week. Bye, everyone.